0: Hey Boilers! Welcome to Season 6 of the Success Express. I'm Supreet Thiara and I'm so glad you're here. Each episode, we discuss all the questions we have as students and job seekers. We're talking about job interviews, internships, networking, career fairs, and how to put your best foot forward. Whether you're a freshman figuring out how to build a competitive resume, or a senior anxious about the transition into a full-time job, this podcast has you covered. Our guests share advice, personal experiences, lessons learned, and so much more. Welcome to the Success Express, where boilers guide boilers. Today's guest is Marcus Lanny. Marcus Lanny is a senior in mechanical engineering with minors in economics and intercultural communication. He's best known for his LinkedIn video series, Marcus's Morning Minute, which he has been running for over 500 consecutive days. Currently, he serves as president of the American Society of Mechanical Engineers, which has grown from 10 to over 300 members under his leadership. He also works part-time as a sales engineer for a precision laser cutting company. This semester, Marcus was named an engineering fellow, Purdue's highest engineering award. Marcus's previous experience ranges from program management, to engineering, to consulting, to public speaking, and he attributes much of this success to branding and LinkedIn. So welcome to the show, Marcus. Uh, Like I said earlier, our marketing team is so thrilled to have you here um, on our podcast because you really made your mark on Purdue's campus, just with your involvement, and the reach that you have on LinkedIn. So I'm super excited to jump into this episode and just hear about all the success that you've had on LinkedIn. And you know us like students, especially as a freshman, like LinkedIn can be so overwhelming. And I'm really hoping that our listeners will feel inspired and like motivated to really take advantage of everything that link LinkedIn has to offer um, after this episode. So um, let's just kick in to the questions and tell us about yourself and what kind of inspired you to start Marcus's Morning Minute, um, that video series that you have going. Yeah,
1: for sure. Thanks you, Preet. Super excited to be here. This is gonna be so fun. LinkedIn has been so impactful in my college experience. And I really think that by leveraging it and learning how to brand, learning how to leverage LinkedIn, you can completely change your experience. So I'm Marcus Lanny. I'm a senior in mechanical engineering. I have minors in econ and intercultural communication. Super excited to graduate next semester um currently i'm president of our produced chapter of the american society of mechanical engineers i have a sales engineering job and i'm on linkedin a good bit uh, like Supreet said i actually run a daily video series on linkedin entitled marcus's morning minute and the goal is to share an idea of value every morning in under a minute in just a way that i think can make us help us make more out of our day so whether we're talking about optimism philosophy psychology leadership management Things that I think, you know, just a simple idea that can really go a long way. And this idea started, it was, I've been doing it for over 500 consecutive days now. And it started back during COVID when, you know, I had a little extra time on my hands and I was reading a book entitled The Medici Effect. And it talked about that your greatest ideas come at the intersection of what you like and what you're good at. And I was like, hmm, I'm a little freshman. I don't really know what I like or what I'm good at, but... You know, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy connecting. And honestly, I was having a blast with LinkedIn. So I was like, I'm kind of good with LinkedIn. Let me try it out. So I said, I'm going to try this video series. And the whole goal is just to impact one person. You know, it's never been like the views, the likes, the comments, but impact one person and help them, whether it's get that job, land that interview, land that internship, and just make more out of their day. And it's been going well so far. I mean, we're over 500 days now, and it's really made, I hope, an impact at Purdue.
0: Yeah. What made you, like, decide that I want to do a video series? Like, why, like, in the the video format, I think that's really interesting because we don't see a lot, like, on LinkedIn especially, it's a lot more written out Mm -hmm. posts, things like that. You don't really run into a lot of... um, media in a video format so like what was the idea and thought behind that
1: yeah well i just thought regular posts were kind of boring (laughs) Um, i was like videos are cool like i want to keep it quick because my whole thought process was like i only watch videos if they're under a minute so i'm going to make sure that all of mine are under a minute and then i was like this is fun like you get to connect with people they get to see you you get to bring energy it's different than writing text posts yeah i just thought it would be fun So that's kind of, that's where I'm always, always chasing, you know, doing things that are interesting, fun, and then also beneficial.
0: Nice. (laughs) So if there's like someone who's looking to do something similar, but let's say like posting every day is a lot, right? Yes. Um, How frequently should someone post to still make that impact? And what should that content sort of look like?
1: Yeah. So... When you're posting on LinkedIn, it does, definitely does not have to be every day, like yeah. I've been doing. But, you know, once a week is, I think, a good kind of mark to be posting. So you're still active. People still see that you have activity. But you can post anything. Like, that's what's so cool about LinkedIn is that it's not just this professional platform. But it's so much of, you know, whether you did a cool project in your class. If you're an ASME, shout out to my club. Uh, and, you're, and you're doing really interesting things, like we're designing prosthetics. We're creating submarines, sailboats, lacrosse sticks things that I think are really cool. You go to a presentation, you're doing something interesting in a class or I had people, they were volunteering. They posted a picture about that. And it's really anything that, you know, kind of paints you in a positive light and that by putting it out there, you're kind of sharing that message that is going to be valuable to somebody else. So It does not have to be every day by any means, but consistently, you know, once a week, just so you're always giving some updates about what you're doing.
0: Exactly. I like that you mentioned that it doesn't really have to always be, you know, based on what you're doing in your career, like can oh, yeah. really be anything yes. um, that you think could impact someone else, Right. Absolutely. other people would find interesting, just to show your own success. It's kind of also like a little logbook of like Bang, the things that exactly, you've done, right? Exactly. So like, you can look back on it too and be like, oh my God, like two years right. ago, I did this project. That is really amazing.
1: Absolutely. And I think you not only can be doing things outside of your like professional sphere that you should be. Like, I've been studying engineering. I've posted about engineering probably a handful of times. I've posted about everything else way more than engineering. And, like, that's what makes it fun because it really – it's, like, your start of branding. Like, you can start going in different directions and seeing where you're getting the most value.
0: Yeah. So how did you build your brand? Because it's also very different than, you know, being an engineering student. Obviously, that's part of it. But the things that you post on a daily basis are more, you know, optimism and that sort of – motivational yeah um. so
1: the, the whole part about building your brand is that you need to figure out what you like and what you're good at okay. and the first step to doing that is figuring out what you don't like which is, is as hard as figuring out what you do like so that like, the very first step you got to do is just try a whole bunch of different things you know you have to spread your energy out all different directions and see like what's what's working for you what aligns with what you want to do and what can you want do more of so like when I came to Purdue, I went to 50 club call outs in the first wow. month. And for anybody that doesn't know, a club call out is the first meeting for a club. And I went to over 50 club call outs. You know, everything, engineering, community service, consulting, things that I just thought hmm, maybe I could be interested in it. And then from that 50, I started limiting it down and down. And then I was learning about myself when I go to a club, when I go to an organization, what do I like? Like what am I looking for? Because I didn't know that when I first went there. And then I figured out all the things that I didn't like. And now I had like my five or so clubs that I really liked. And by putting in a little more time and energy into each, I figured out which ones I really, really liked. And then from there, you're able to see, okay, I'm seeing the impacts of my time and energy. What does it start saying about me? So with American side of mechanical engineers, so I started off just as a regular engineer. We were creating lacrosse sticks. And I was like, you know, the marketing team looks kind of interesting. I joined that. And then I joined the technical leadership and I was able to see, hmm, you know, I like marketing. I like connecting a little bit more than I like the actual technical leadership of an engineering team. So then I moved into the vice president role and finally president role because I was always looking where can I be kind of at the intersection of engineering, business, leadership, marketing, management to talking with clients. And that's where that role found me. And it's not something you learn from your education. Like I've not taken a single mechanical engineering class that has been like here, here's what marketing does. Because that wouldn't make sense. It's an ME class for a reason. But when you're able to go on LinkedIn, go explore, and go join those experiences, then you're able to figure out what do you like, what don't you like, and what do you want to
0: pursue. Yeah, I really like that trial and error thing that you oh, did. Yeah. Like, 50 <laughs> is a lot. It's oh, a yeah. big time commitment as well. But, but it was a lot of
1: free pizza in the first month.
0: Oh, yeah, pre-COVID <laughs> too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah,
1: pre-COVID. <laughs> so that everybody was handed out pizza.
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> You know, like, it goes without saying that you you really don't know what you like until you give it a try. Right. So, like, um, really putting the effort to go out, out of your comfort zone and try new things yes. is really important to figuring out, you know, where you want to be right. and what you like and what you don't like.
1: Right. And, like, you got you to gotta put yourself out there. Like, I never knew that public speaking would be a thing that I'm like, wow, this is so much fun. This is exciting. Yeah. Until you do it. You know, like, you can read about something, you can watch other people do it, but... You don't know until it's you that's actually out there.
0: Yeah. Until you give it a try. Absolutely. Um, so what's the importance of building a personal brand? And why should students be putting that extra effort early on in their college careers to really showcase that on LinkedIn? Oh, yeah,
1: that's a big one. That's a good one. So I think that the first step to this is what's the vibe with LinkedIn? Yeah. And it's really unique. Because I see it as a blend of other social medias, so it's kind of like Instagram. Is that you're always posting the highlights, you're positive, you're hyping each other up, you're like this is super cool, like keep it up, great work. But where it lacks the comparison is in the DMs, in that like you don't successfully slide in somebody's Instagram DMs. That's just weird. Like if somebody's in your DMs, you're like whoa whoa whoa, like well, what are you doing? Why are you there? But LinkedIn, it's all about you know reaching out to new people, meeting them, sliding in the DMs. So what better comparison to LinkedIn? Than Tinder, because Tinder's got the got some fire DMs, and similar to LinkedIn and Tinder is that you're trying to take that conversation offline. Now Tinder's probably very very different where that conversation's going, but with LinkedIn that goal is like a coffee chat, a Zoom call, something where you know you get to know each other and you start building that relationship beyond just the like the professionalistic um, relationship that you have in LinkedIn. But the difference between Tinder and Facebook, I don't know the age group that everybody listening is into, but personally, mine is not the age group that normally is on LinkedIn, and that's the adults. And that's the people with like the full-time jobs, you know, like the C-suite people that can give you a job. And so I think it's like a great mix of those three different media platforms because the DMs are open, people want to get to know you, and people with money. It's not just like college students, and they have the money and power to kind of help you get to where you want to go. So. When you're on LinkedIn and you're starting to build that brand, you're able to get direction for yourself. It's kind of like what we talked about with posting, you know, you look back two years on the road and you're like, wow, you know, I was in this position, I was doing this. And it's, it's really cool to see. So how I started to build mine was just by like doing the things that I enjoyed. And they, I, so you kind of see it a lot in college, like people want, you want to chase success. You want to find like that one thing on your first day at school, and then go all into it but taking that little period to just like explore and test things out and even after you find something that's things that are good looking for things that are great and so that's what I did. like even after I found something good I'm gonna keep looking for more I'm gonna keep seeing how can I build that kind of role and then your brand starts to naturally develop and then like my brand when I came to school was actually I thought like I was gung-ho on combining a community service and engineering because like that's what I did in high school that's what I was doing for the epics program at Purdue I loved it it was so much fun but then I started seeing that you know what if I started taking a different approach and in, like inspiring others and helping them kind of unlock their own potential to help them serve others and as I started going through that it was just because I was doing you know I was producing content I was I was on LinkedIn making videos I was involved in clubs I had jobs and all of that Taught me kind of the direction I wanted to go. So now, if there's one word I would use to describe my brand, it's the connector. And that I want to be at like the the intersection of helping different people land opportunities. You know, if somebody needs an internship in a specific industry, I hope that I know somebody in one of those companies. If they're looking for a club at Purdue, I probably know the club that they're looking for. And being able to make those connections, make those introductions, that's what really gets me going. Like that's what's so exciting for me is that like, I wanna be able to help people just overcome that roadblock. Um, a couple other, I think, good words that like, at least describe my brand is that um, one of my friends called me an experimentalist, which means that, you, like, like I said earlier, even when you find something good, I'm always going for great. And you know, enjoying what you have, but knowing that maybe something better is out there. And then also fun. Now, like, I'm always out there doing things that I enjoy because that's how you keep wanting to put time and energy into things. Especially in college, it's short, it's four years. You want to make sure that you're only doing things that you enjoy and that you're only going to have more and more of those things to enjoy. And next thing you know, that's your brand because you're only doing things that are really core and central to you.
0: Yeah. And like, I think this, all of this is reminding me of this one quote where it's like, "You nothing happens with you just sitting down, but if oh. you just start doing things, yes. things happen when you're doing things, yes. right? I like that. So it's it's just a matter of like getting yourself to, you know, put yourself out there and keep trying doing that trial and error reaching out you know Mm -hmm. if if they don't respond okay that's fine
1: it's so much of that trial like when you reach out to somebody on linkedin there's not a hundred percent chance they're going to respond but there's a high high enough chance when you send out a whole lot of messages that something good's going to happen
0: basic sales Yes. You reach out to a hundred people <laughs> and you hear back from one. Sometimes it's that one
1: is all you need. let actually, with one of my internships at GW Electric, You know, mm-hmm. I, found, I saw this product management internship and I was like, I want that. Like, that's the one for me. So I reached out to 75 people from the company. Wow. And I only got three responses. But it was the recruiter, the hiring manager, and the person that interviewed me. And it was one of those where like the stars just fell into place. Uh-huh. But I had to reach out to 75 people to make the stars fall into place. And with that role, it was because, like, so you asked the question of, like, why should you start branding early? Like, you need to brand before you need a job, because then it's too late. Because the jobs, those opportunities are going to present themselves to you before you even need it. So with that company, you know, I actually ended up getting rejected from that internship that I loved. And I thought I had the best interview of my entire life. But the recruiter came back later, and he was like, you know what, Marcus? We really like your brand, your profile, what you can bring. We want to make you a role with our company and like that unlocks a whole new slew of opportunities in that like you if you apply online you're never going to have an opportunity made for you Mm -hmm. but when a company wants you as opposed to you wanting a company there's a whole lot more flexibility and you'll be able to get more out of your role
0: that's true because they want they want to tailor the position to you know what you want to do and what you want to explore as well yes
1: and like i just worked at I worked at this past summer, and it was everything I could have asked for. Like, I asked them what my responsibilities were, and they said, we're not going to give you any. We're going to let you figure out what you want to do. And I was like, am I dreaming? Like, why <laughs> what type of internship is this? And it was perfect, but that's that's where branding can take you, is that, you know, you're not really pitching yourself at that point. When they look at your profile, they know what you're about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you're able to kind of have a little more leverage with that's that.
0: That's true. Um, so what are the steps to building your own brand and, you know, making it stand out?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, well, like we had mentioned earlier with like building it, you know, you need to try out a lot of things to figure out what you like, what you're good at. And I think a good indication of where your brand should go is what are you better at than your peers that you also enjoy and that you find a little easier. So like I've always like enjoyed talking, you know, reading, talking about like those leadership ideals. So that kind of worked its way into my leadership series uh, with LinkedIn. But when you're building your personal brain, you got to think, like, when somebody thinks of your name, when they're like, okay, Supri, like, what do you want them to think? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have one second to think about you. You need to come into their mind like that. And something has to pop up. But it's up to you. You know, you can control that narrative. Something, like, huge that I see with these college students is that, you know, your LinkedIn or how you present yourself is you're like, I'm a student at Purdue University. Okay, you and 50,000 other people. Like, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Purdue is incredible. Mm -hmm. But you're competing against people from Purdue. You're competing against people at other institutions. So what are you going to do that is completely unique to you? So how I've always gone about it is by taking a unique combination of your skills that, like, nobody else can have. So, like, with your LinkedIn header, you know, I have, like... Not only, I was like, I have, like, public speaker, optimistic leader, mechanical engineer. I think that's a pretty unique combination. As opposed to, I used to just be, like, mechanical engineering student at Purdue. So, first, separating yourself by figuring out the combination of skills that will set you apart. You know, if you have, like, a musical talent, you have an interesting hobby. That's all things that can really go into your brand Because you want to be kind of thought of as, like, that kid. Like, when you go to an interview and you're at a career fair and there. are back home reading all the resumes you're like oh it was like that kid who runs the cco podcast oh it's that kid with the video series and that's what helps you get that leg up so you got to start thinking you know where's your edge where can you really stand out but also, you got to make sure you enjoy it you know yeah. don't start like a podcast don't start writing a video series to become the podcast girl or the video series guy
0: Like you're gonna hate
1: it so it to like naturally developed by you trying so many different things and then you're able to kind of figure out that brand
0: nice and when you when you did um kind of this introspection yourself and find figuring out that that connection of where things meet each other did you do any like special exercises or things like that like journaling to kind of help you figure out you know what you wanted your own brand to be
1: yeah that's a good one i also think that you can't just like sit down and like write like this is going to be my brand yeah it needs to just be like living you have to constantly be iterating it because if you sit down when you're 20 you're like this is my brand that's not gonna work out you're gonna change you better be changing and growing so much in like the coming weeks months that it's not it's not realistic for you to just choose your brand so i say you need to start doing things and then you can have that period of introspection and say like okay what am i liking and what am i good at and then what do i never want to do again and so, like personally, so I journal every night. That's really important to me. But it's just a way to like to ground yourself, mm-hmm. and then I can reflect. And I'm like, well, this happened today. You know, I liked this event. I really did not like this interaction, and I want more of this. Mm-hmm. And I think another really important part is that I have a vision board. So what it is is like a sticky note wall um, that I have in my room, and I, I break it up so I have goals, things I want to improve, ideas, and to do. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way for me to see where am I right now. Where do I want to go? And what do I need to get there? Mm-hmm. And by knowing that, it's almost like the pieces fall together for me seeing my brands. Like when you're writing things, when you have your goals, when you have your aspirations, what you want to improve upon, list it out. It's a lot easier than like sitting in your, in your room on your bed like, hmm, I should probably build my brand right about now. So it's definitely an active process and not one that's like, one and done. That's my brand. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. I like that uh, sticky note wall idea (laughs) because, like, also sometimes, you know, as students, we get so caught up in just, like, schoolwork and doing things and Mm -hmm. being on the go that we forget, like, is what I'm doing right now, like, gonna help me get to where I want to be, you know, a year from now, two years from now, like, Yes,
1: absolutely. I mean, you have to consider how it aligns up with your long-term goals. Like, I feel it's so hard sometimes. Like, you have all these assignments, homework, and then clubs, activities, exams, and then your real-life things that actually yeah. go on. Like, we're way more than just students. You know, we have families, we have friends, we want to be enjoying ourselves. How can we make sure that we're, like, aligned with what we're doing? So, mm-hmm. what I try is, like, when I'm doing something, I'm like, how is this? Is this, like, helping me towards that end goal? Mm-hmm. But when you when you start saying yes... Oh, it makes all of your life easier like and I'm doing if I'm doing a homework assignment yeah. that I think it's kind of stupid but I'm like you know what I want to become a mechanical engineer the homework assignment just got a whole lot easier because I realized that I want to be doing it mm-hmm. but if I don't want to be doing something stop doing it I mean so many people like I like am a huge quitter I'm all about like quitting is that as soon as you don't like something you're wasting your time and energy
0: Exactly. It's like when you're reading a book, like sometimes well, people get so caught up, like I started this now I have to finish it. But you're yeah. like 10 minutes, in, <laughs> 10 pages in and you're like, I can't stand this. Right. And then you still keep on reading it. And then you start hating <laughs> reading. It's like the same, same idea. Yes.
1: And, and even like further is then you don't want to go read in general because you're like, oh, this book's a drag. And then you miss out on something that you're actually enjoying. And you see that with life. And it's like if you're doing things that you're not enjoying so consistently, you're just going to want to sit around and do nothing. But like the quote earlier, you gotta do things to start figuring yeah. everything out.
0: Exactly. Um, so, what about for students who don't really know what direction they yeah. want to go in career-wise, yeah. um, and how how should they decide what they want their personal brand to be, yeah. um, and how to build that when they don't know exactly? You know where they want to be yeah that's a, that's
1: right a on. big one i feel that because like i'm an engineer and i'm really not all that engineering-y focus. you know mm-hmm. i want to go pivot into leadership management program management maybe public speaking so it's kind of tough when you you know i'm doing one thing and i have aspirations in another but i'm hoping to leverage that current experience so whether you're an undecided major you just chose and you're like hmm i don't know if i want to pursue it start doing things like we said like join clubs that's probably my biggest piece of advice Um, Because they're going to show you what it's like to actually do what you're learning because so many of your courses are still just like gen eds and like the regular like learning the foundations. You don't know what your major actually does until you start doing it. And then another is that I actually struggled with this is getting internships outside of just your degree title. So like Mm -hmm. I'm starting mechanical engineering and my freshman year I was dead set on like I need a mechanical engineering internship because I was like if I'm paying a boatload of money... I better get something that actually aligns with my degree. And I had an internship lined up and then COVID took it away. But I was on LinkedIn and I was just reaching out to cool Purdue grads. And I was like, I would just see like, what are Purdue people up to? And I was talking to one guy and he was just offering me a job on the spot. Like that was not my intention to get a job. And I kind of leveraged it into being a mechanical engineering and marketing role. And that's where I got my start of like, hmm, hold on, hold on, you folks might might have something going here. <laughs> so that's what I started like seeing outside of mechanical engineering, all the cool things that there are, especially like I was at the intersection of mechanical engineering and marketing. And I really, really liked that. And that kind of helped me figure out like the program management and then figure out you know beyond like where do I want to parlay that and leverage it going forward. So when you don't know what you want to do, you need to do things cuz you don't know what you want to do cuz you haven't experienced all that much especially if you're in like your first couple of years high school psh, you you'd like know what maybe 10% of the majors at Purdue are at that point you, you don't know all the clubs so when you're out there when you're trying things that's when you're able to figure out where should you be going what are you liking and just as importantly what don't you like
0: mhm so um, just in general, you've had a lot of experience with LinkedIn, right? right. A little bit, a
1: little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what are some like tips that you have, any big do's yeah. and don'ts that you've noticed from mm-hmm. your own experience? Um, or just any other ideas you have to make your profile stand out beyond just your brand? Yes.
1: Okay. So we're, we're not only talking about making your profile up to speed, but I want your profile to pop. And so here's, here's like my little recipe, if, if you will. So it's the first, it's the head or the headline. And that's just like the few characters, it's like 10 words that can really make you stand out. And how I do it is I do it like in twos, like I said earlier, is optimistic leader, public speaker, mechanical engineer, and then my hashtag for my video series. I'm seeing way too much like student at Purdue University, mechanical engineering student, you know, business management student. Okay, nice, but you're more than that. You know, you you need to really talk about like the core of who you are, that's gonna make you stand out. Then your header, that's the second thing after a profile picture that people will look at. And it's this blank space right at the top of your profile where people don't leverage it. Like I have like my bitmoji up there. He's waving underneath the Purdue arch. Honestly, it's kind of dumb, but it, it works. You know, it's just something fun, it's cute, and it brings eyes to your profile. Then as you're going through, there's the about section, which is just like notoriously difficult because it's you writing about yourself But you're trying not to brag, but still mention how cool you are. It's a pain in the butt. Like, no other way around it, but you got to do it. And if you could just write a good one that kind of talks about who are you right now, what makes you special, and what are you looking for, you'll be good to go for years. Because if you have a strong about section, you know, it's fun. It shows a little personality. It's not just like, hi, I'm Marcus. I'm a mechanical engineering student. I like mechanical engineering. Thanks. Please reach out. Like, nobody's going to reach out. So you got to make sure that you're standing out and you have interesting things that make people want to reach out. Then you have the content. I definitely recommend. I mean, like the once a week posting, super manageable. It takes you like maybe 10, 15 minutes to write a post. and I mean, you can get, there's a lot of views out on LinkedIn. And just a big one is connecting with people that you don't know. Like, I think that's what I was scared about on LinkedIn. I was like, oh no, like they're a big old CEO. Why should they want to connect with me? But that's the power of LinkedIn. Like, If I went to a CEO's house and I knocked on his door, he would have the cops call to me so fast, it wouldn't even be funny. Yeah. If I slide in their DMs, they're like, oh, hey, Marcus, like, nice to connect. It's the same goal, but just how you went about it differently. Mm-hmm. And now you have that open channel of communication. So I'm begging just like, shoot your shot, but shoot a lot of shots and you'll see what happens.
0: Have you had any like challenges where I feel like with LinkedIn, a lot of people tend to keep their networks to people they've met in person. Yeah. Did you, have you had those challenges?
1: Yes. Yeah, a great way around that is you can send a note with a connection request and just saying, like, why you want to connect with them. So if you have somebody from Purdue, I would just be like, hey, Supri, like, saw you ran the Purdue CCO podcast, like, loved your last episode, hoping to connect and, you know, chat sometime, which is actually how I reached out to Supri. So, <laughs> so like, and it's all about, you know, listing, like, listing out why you should connect. Because if you're just some rando, I don't want to connect with you. Yeah. But let us if you're like a fellow Boilermaker, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> okay. So showing them you know, you have a connection and you're interested in their experience and you want to learn from them. Because who doesn't want to be learned from? So that, that note is another, I'd say, really strong way to kind of connect with people.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and showing why that connection could be meaningful for them as well. Yes, you know?
1: and that you're not spamming people, just like connecting randomly, you know. But, like, it takes, like, what, maybe one minute to write the connection request, but that one minute can bring so much value. I mean, it brings you jobs, opportunities. Heck, I've recruited, I'd say, no less than, like, 50 people from my club from or from LinkedIn.
0: Oh, like, wow. Is that how you made it from, like, 10 to 300?
1: Yeah, so, okay, wow. so well, when I came in as president, we had 10 members. And it was just one design team, and one of our members came to me, and she was like, Marcus, my, one of my cousin in Italy lost his hand in a meat grinder accident. Do you think ASME could make a prosthetic hand for him? And I was like, yes, 100%. Internally, though, I was like, I got no idea how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And within 24 hours, just from LinkedIn, I had recruited a 30-person team of people that like, I knew were into biomedical engineering or mechanical engineering, interested in prosthetics, or that I could just count on. And maybe show up and learn about the team. And so within 24 hours, I mean, I reached out to probably 100 people on LinkedIn, and you know, 30 of them came the next day to a meeting that we had starting this team. And that team's been explosive for our growth. We have over 100 people on that team designing prosthetic hands, Um, and that's been so strong in our growth because then we grew to 300. When people, you know, it's like a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. They start seeing all the cool things we're doing, which I'm 100% biased. We are doing very cool things. And then you start building more teams. You get more people recruiting their friends. I'm posting about it pretty often on LinkedIn. And it's really powerful because it's so often seen as, like, this social – or, not this professional platform. Yeah. But there's so much social benefit. Like, you're, you can meet anybody at Purdue on it. If somebody has the internship you want this next semester, reach out. And be like, hey, how'd you get it? You want to meet for coffee sometime? Exactly. It opens up so many doors that I'm not sliding in people's Instagram DMs like that. So I – A lot of of power with LinkedIn. Uh,
0: Do you have any final thoughts?
1: Final thoughts. Well, I would just say hop on LinkedIn, like, right now, and just put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it's a challenge. You won't see results within, like, the next 10 minutes that you change your profile. But when you put in, you know, that 10, 15 minutes of effort, it can completely change the trajectory of your college career. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I focus so... I was, uh, I was, you know, an unknowing freshman and that when I applied to jobs, I applied to 100 online. Mm-hmm. And from that 100, I got 10 interviews and three offers. And then I accepted that job, COVID took it away. And I was like, all right, well, I just spent all this time applying online and I have no relationships to show for it. Mm-hmm. I have all these applications that got rejected, but no connection. So I was like, moving forward, I'm only going to reach out to people. And that was a goal to get a job, just to get to know them. I thought that could be more beneficial. So I put in like, 10 15 minutes a day just like reaching out to cool people people that i thought were interesting and that i was having fun learning from Mm -hmm. and that's what ended up paying off for a job so just going out there putting yourself out there and trying to meet cool people that you can help because that's that's all what like networking is about is that you need to build a genuine relationship if you go in there with that goal of like i'm gonna get a job that's just so low like that that's not what networking is about you just use somebody But when you build that genuine relationship really good things are gonna happen. So I'd say shoot your shot, start reaching out and LinkedIn's the place to do it. The place to
0: do it. Definitely and keeping consistent consistency is yes. a huge thing, right? Oh, yeah. You know, putting in that effort a little bit every day will go a long way. Yes. You know, down the line. So that's super important. And
1: it's like you don't see those results instantly. You know, like I started my video series. I don't know when I started seeing results. And at the beginning, it started soon it was like, Oh, I get like one job off for a month now. And now I'm like, you know, people are always sliding in. I, I'm able to like do public speaking. I'm able to leverage that brand, meeting fun people on campus. And it's like it's slow growth at the start, but then like the first domino falls, and you're gonna start seeing a whole lot of benefits. Like you said, consistency is huge.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, you, know, you for being here. I, I loved our little chat that we've had, and I'm so excited for our listeners to, you know, tune in to this episode because I think, you know, building your brand is super important and it starts now it starts definitely, here
1: definitely so. well thank you so much everybody listening thank you guys you guys are the best
0: the purdue center for career opportunities is here for you schedule an appointment with our peer consultants via boiler connect or come visit us in young 132 you can also join us on social media for up-to-date information on events workshops career fairs and much more And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in this week on the Success Express. Hope you have a wonderful day, and as always, Boiler Up.